0: This morning, with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service, where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. 807. Jay, I I really need to update my current conditions before I say the current temperature. It's actually 20. It's 20 20 degrees at 806, 807.
1: It's going to be another uh, hot one out there.
0: Scorcher. Muggy. Sweaty.
1: I said to Coach yesterday when we both kind of got home, done all of our work, I said, you know, it's just kind of like, let's have like something cold on the patio. It's like, ah. Hot time, summer in the city. Right. It's going to be a lot of that uh, going on over the next little while. All right. So we're about halfway through the year. Yep. We're about halfway through the year. And I think a lot of people, when they're setting goals or maybe they're challenging themselves to do something, they they give themselves a date. You know, maybe it's the January 1st yeah, or maybe a it's a birthday or whatever, the start of next month. Uh, Dr. Gans Farron saying, hey, you know what? You don't need to do that. You can get moving at any time. You can get doing what it is that you want to do at any time. And in fact, he says right now is the perfect time for a mid-year reset.
0: Time to talk. How does that make you feel? Our monthly visit with Dr. Gans Ferrance. Gans, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great, Daryl. How are you guys doing?
0: Well, not that good, but, you know, pretty good. <laughs>
1: okay. Gans, it was so great to see you recently. It had been so long.
2: Yeah. We ran into each that? other at, the,
1: at a store and it was like, there's Gans. <laughs> Big hug, right? Because we haven't seen each other in a couple of years. So. Yeah
2: hard when you don't get to actually physically the same space so well yeah, you can be really now good. so I'll tell you what for your next visit with us get your body <laughs> into the studio all right I'll, I'll work on that it's pretty early honestly but I'll, I'll work on
1: it yeah, you're so, telling us <laughs> you,
0: you can do it you've got a month to, to get yourself geared up you we we're talking about sort of uh you know resetting we so often think about resolutions in January yeah. and that kind of thing uh and you you can you can sort of refocus yourself anytime but is this sort of midsummer thing like a mid-year reset a really good opportunity
2: I think so. and and you're right, Daryl. I mean, really, you can hit the reset button at any point, any time of the year, any time of the day, right? You don't have to wait for special events. But there is something kind of symmetrical about you know New Year's Day, there's a lot of energy around that. Mm-hmm. But then also the middle of the summer, right? when we're halfway through, it's, it's a good time to reset. I think the advantage to doing it in the summer as well is, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm happier in the summer <laughs> than I am in the winter. I got more energy, and I think there's something physiological about that too, right? We just are more awake and more engaged and more Outside. And so we have a lot more energy to be able to put to stuff, uh, and our moods are typically more positive. So it's a lot easier to make a change if if this is some if this is a time that you, you want to actually start to shift things.
1: Is it is it um, okay, or should people be trying to make all sorts of changes at once, or just you know ease into it? Because I think you know sometimes it's like oh we're going I'm going to do this I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this, and that tends uh, I found that it tends to yeah. not work as well.
2: Well, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's so easy to want to change everything. And, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to make a wholesale change. You know, my advice to my clients, the folks that I work with, is that um, you know you can make a list. All the things you want to change, you want to shift this, you want your life to look, look this way. There's nothing wrong with sort of casting that vision. But then after you do that, what you want to do is you want to ease into it, like you said, Jalen. You want to pick something, probably something fairly small and easy, and start working on that. Focus on that. And get some traction with that, so you you start to get some momentum. You start to get some wins, and then it's easier because actually what they found in research is if they change, uh, like let's say people start exercising, for example, and they start working on that. Well, there's what they call the halo effect that, that spills over, and all of a sudden they start eating a little bit better. They start you know better hygiene. They start you know um, being out in nature more and being kinder to the people around them, right? <laughs> uh, automatically. So um, you know start with something small, get the momentum going, and uh, that's your best way to start your change.
0: You know what? I've always found whenever you try to make a change, uh, there's an awful lot of self-doubt that builds up over years, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. maybe have failed at making the change. You really wanted to, and you start to convince yourself that you simply can't. How much of it is, you know, we keep hearing about, you know, vi- envision what you want, you know, be mm-hmm. positive. Is, is, there, is there actual reality to that? Is, is it mind over matter?
2: so so you know what we believe we tend to um, achieve right and so you you really want to be positive have the um, confidence and this is why starting small really works because you're building wins along the way so um, the way our brain is set up we what we focus on we tend to get more of if we focus on this win, we tend to create more wins. If we focus on I, I didn't get that, then we focus on okay, not getting more of that. And it's just something that runs all the time. And so when you when you actually start to focus, like visualize and and look at the things you have done well in the past, and focus on where you want to go, it really does give you energy and give you uh, fuel to continue to achieve the things you want to achieve.
1: Is it's like language is important not just when we're talking to other people, but when we're talking to ourselves and how we're talking about ourselves, Mm -hmm.
2: isn't it? It is. So um, I, I, I talk to my folks about like what you ask, because our brains love us, believe it or not. And so they want us to make, they want to make us right. So if you ask the question, "What's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? Um, what's why do I always blah 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 blah?" Right. Well, your brain is gonna like it loves you, so it's gonna go find the answer. So if you ask, "Why do I suck?" <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> You're gonna get some answers. You may not. It may not make you feel better though. Right. So I really encourage people to ask about positive affirmative things and think about what do I want my life to look like or what do I want to do next or you know my favorite question is what works what's working for me what is this working for me? And so you start to get answers to take you and pull you in the direction you want to go. It, it, it's it's funny because if we don't understand how our brain works, it's going to work anyway. But it can work against us or at random. But if you understand it, you can actually channel it and make it work for you. They say they say that like thirty uh, percent of actual healing that happens, like medical healing, is what they call placebo effect, which is just the belief that it's going to work right and so it's it, our, our minds and our brains are very powerful so you want to harness them for your benefit and not have them work against you
1: should we be writing stuff down and journaling
2: <laughs> I, I, you know hey you know me <laughs>
1: yeah i know and it's funny because i know gans you like it daryl hates it
2: oh it's you know think of it as a tool okay it's not something you should do but it's something you can do and you get to do and it's a way to capture your feelings your thoughts get them out so you don't have to worry about stuff but it's also a great place to put your goals and your, your things you want to change. Um, if you have that and, and also writing down your successes. If you have your successes and your goals on the same place well you're probably not going to forget them. You're not going to sort of get sucked into that idea that oh man I can't do this too hard uh, what's wrong with me. It's much easier to stay positive and keep moving forward.
0: Uh, Gans we're going to take a quick commercial break, come back with you because uh, uh, the other thing we want to talk about is how you don't have to just do it by yourself. You yeah. don't have to do it alone. So we'll, let's chat about that when we come back here in just a moment with Dr. Gans Ferrets. How does it make you feel? Door service where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Right.
1: It is another edition of How's That Make You Feel with Dr. Gans Ferentz, of course, registered psychologist uh, and also was the former public education coordinator, um, the former vice president of the Psychologists Association of Alberta. He's got a very big business card. So there you go, Dr. <laughs> Gans. It goes on, and on, <laughs> goes on and, and on and on and on. on. So, um, you know, before we move on to, you know, not doing it alone, I think one of the things is, um, and we, we've talked about this often over the years that we've been chatting, Dr. Gans, is, is that whole celebrating your wins thing, right? I mean, I mean, that's Absolutely. important. And it doesn't need to be, you know, uh, yeah, you're throwing a party every weekend or you're having a <laughs> bottle of champagne or it could be an ice cream cone, whatever, just saying good job.
2: Absolutely. It's like literally it can be just stopping for a second and say, uh-huh. That was good. I did that. You know what I mean? Um, but but it's really good to you know, do things a little bigger sometimes, and you know mix it up. But really, celebration is the fuel for future success. We talked about starting small and getting that momentum going. Well, one of the reasons that works is because. Success creates success and so when you pay attention to success you celebrate it you give it more power and it tends to create a virtuous cycle. It just keeps going and going and going. So you know in addition to celebrating and mixing it in with like not doing it by yourself a great strategy is having celebration partners. Right. partner up with somebody and like every day or once a week or whatever, get together and tell each other how well it's going. Hey, I did this and I won this. And this is something we don't tend to do because especially as Canadians, because we're, we're quite humble, right? We think it's like kind of bad. I don't want to brag. I don't want to do all this other stuff, but we need to celebrate the stuff that's going well in our lives generally. And also the things that we're doing proactively to move us forward, because that, that gives us that, Um, confidence that Daryl was talking about before, right? That sense of I can do this, which Mm -hmm. keeps us going and creates um, space in our lives to be more creative and be more successful. Yeah, and, and sometimes get out of our own bloody way. <laughs> oh, no kidding, no that's... kidding. Just kind of messing with your head in your head, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we did talk about not doing it. You don't have to do it alone. Uh, and and sometimes family can support, but sometimes do mm-hmm. you need sort of professional help in the way of say coaches or if it's yeah. if it's diet, maybe it's a dietitian, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Assuming you can afford it, right? Because this stuff's not always always cheap, but that's a good thing to keep in mind you don't have to be on your
2: own absolutely and this is this is something else that I think it, particularly us in Western culture unfortunately us guys especially um, we tend to think we got to do everything we got to be you know Batman or whatever but like I, like I say Batman also had Alfred right so <laughs> Alfred who just was there the mentor raised them helped them supported him right um, I know I have I have made myself. A team where I have people around me. I've, for example, I've had a psychologist that I've worked with for the last thirty some years now, and that's why I'm where I am because I've had this person or these people that are there to help me deal with stuff if it comes up. But most of the time, it's just help me stay on track, help move me forward, giving me tips and strategies to be more efficient and effective, and and just having a cheerleader on your side as well, right? Uh, and and so dietitians, coaches like personal trainers, um, whatever it is that you need to get to help you move towards your goal is going to be really effective and help you move there faster, easier, less stress, uh, and just have more success generally.
0: But if you can't afford them, what are your options Mm -hmm. to still get help? Because some people get in your way too, right? We get in our own way, but some people are just naturally negative. So where do you turn for that kind of help if you can't
2: afford it? That's an excellent point. So one of the things that's really, you know, we didn't really talk about this as getting help is sort of getting the bad people out of your way. You really do want to pay attention to the stuff that's slowing you down or the Mm -hmm. people that are in your way. Um, And so there may be a necessity to prune some relationships, right? Um, Some folks that are around you, whether they're family members or old friends or people at work or whatever, you may need to limit your exposure to them, right? It doesn't mean you have to cut them out of your life altogether, but you know, if you're wanting to achieve something and they're, pulling you down or they're negging you out or whatever then it's like okay you know what you can talk to them and ask them not to but you can also just cut down your interactions with them but on the positive side if you don't have a lot of money to hire people there are self-help groups there are groups online there are self-help books and like we just talked about just you know recruit a friend or a family member as your celebration partner um we learn a lot from each other even if we you know no one in the group is necessarily a professional but just sharing experiences knowing you're not alone and also getting tips and hints from other people doing it differently than you're doing it, right? And we all learn together and we all benefit from each other's experiences.
1: You can always find out more at uh, Dr. Gans's webpage is askdrgans.com. How does that make you feel your mid-year reset? So take that and move forward through the back half of the year. Gans, before we let you go, we've got about 90 seconds left. We've been talking about kind of the worst summer jobs you ever had. Did you have a bad one when you were growing up?
2: It was, it was interesting. I had a few jobs that I would say were uh, interesting. I was working in this chicken farm at one point, and <laughs> so I was I was literally in the, the the house where they have the chicks. The chicks are being um, born and kind of raised, mm-hmm. and having to just make sure it's kind of gross, but picking out the dead chicks from mm. the water feeder, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of chicken job.
1: farms coming in today. Yeah, actually, nightmares. It
2: sounds like. <laughs>
0: I hear you. Been there. Done that. Oh, uh,
1: Thank you, friend. Great to talk hey. to you. We'll talk to you again next month. Talk
2: to you guys later. Have take, a great
1: summer. Yeah, take care. Bye. Dr. Gans parents joining us this morning.
0: A lot of chicken farms coming in this morning. Yeah, chickens. Smelly, smelly. Taste great, though. Yummy, yummy.